It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutritional information. If you've been a long-time listener, we thank you very much. And if you're a new listener, we really appreciate you listening today. And when we think of nutrition, we always think food first and the nutrients that are in food. And then secondly, we look at supplements that will support your health. Today, we thought we'd open up the phone lines to your supplement questions. So the number here today is 651-641-1071. And our co-host is Cassie Wienis. And Cassie is a registered dietitian and a licensed nutritionist. and Or licensed dietitian, I'm right. There you and, go. Okay. And, you know, in the past several weeks, Cassie has presented at many different classes to a variety of companies and organizations. Cassie, what's yeah. been some most yeah. uh, most popular topics? You've been all over, haven't you? You guys have been keeping me busy, right? <laughs> yeah. But before you know that before I answer that question, I have to say good morning to my two favorite fans that are listening by the radio. So good morning, Rissa and, and Riley. And I always say you've got a lot more fans than two. Well, I, don't know. I know for sure, too. Maybe there's a few more Because I see the reports that come in. <laughs> well, I've been having fun. You've put together some great classes. You and Nancy have been keeping me very busy, not just corporate presentations, but cable TV shows as well. Um, but by far, to answer your question, by far the one that has been the most popular recently is Staying Well Strategies to Strengthen Your Immune System. Um, most recently, I was at Lindquist and Venom in downtown Minneapolis, a law firm, and then we were back in the door at Watson Wyatt. We've had a, a few presentations there. They keep asking us back, so That's it must great. be doing something right. And both places presented that class, and I just have to say the one slide, the two slides that I love and that you can just see everybody, like, fear in their eyes is when we show that bowl of cereal with uh-huh. the toast and the juice, and then the next slide you flip to, and it shows how many ungodly number of teaspoons of sugar that that turns into. (laughs) And you can just see people thinking, oh, no, what am I going to have for breakfast? Well, our nutrition classes are not boring, are they? No, not (laughs) not at all. And actually, I was just, I know you never want me to give you compliments, but I'm going to give you one because I was saying to Dar a couple of weeks ago, last time we did radio, I think that she just has the knack for putting these classes together. I and I don't think that's something that you can really learn. I think it's just a knack that you have, and maybe you polish it a bit. But it was those those teacher education classes that I took in 1960, yes. and I wondered why I was doing. Why that. were you in there? You were there for a reason. If you don't know, Dar used to be um, a teacher way way back when in elementary. Yes, elementary it was. Ed. right. But yeah, so she puts together very interesting, very interactive classes, and we go through quite a bit of training with Dar to learn how to get our audience into the the presentation so that that it is interactive, so that we do get you thinking. All of them are very attention-grabbing, and I just feel so blessed to have fallen into this job because all I have to do is get up in front (laughs) 
and read your wonderful teacher notes that you wrote to go with it. So Dar does all the hard work. But I want to say, too, the other class that has been popular that's a new class as well is called Lights Out for Better Mm -hmm. Health, Five Strategies to a Good Night's Sleep. And that ties in so much to that immune class because to have a good immune system, you have to get a good night's sleep. And so I've been teaching that one as well. Oh, that's great. So, you know... um, I know that um, they always keep inviting you back, Cassie, so that's a good sign. You know, and I want to brag about another one of our teachers, Mary Hauge, and she taught Jumpstart Your Metabolism to 82 members of the Minnesota School Nutrition Association. And they really loved her presentations, and I know they loved it because I bumped into four of the ladies that attended her class at uh, Dr. O'Brien's presentation on Friday night, and they were just raving about what a great job Mary had done and how the next day everybody was talking about how they could eat butter and give up their cereal, and that would jumpstart their metabolism. And they would lose weight, right? Real (laughs) butter, heavy whipping cream, and you're going to lose weight. That's right. Life is good. (laughs) Yeah, Mary is the best, isn't she? I've never sat in on a whole class of hers, but she teaches sometimes when I'm out in YZ and I catch bits and pieces and talk about passion. Yes. She's a wonderful And 82 ladies, that's a lot of people to talk to. That's a big class, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we also have somebody else in studio with us today. If you have questions about supplements, we have Greg Peterson. He is co-owner of Nutrition Dynamics. Nutrition Dynamics is a local company that supplies professional quality vitamin supplements to nutrition professionals. And not only does his company provide quality supplements, they also sponsor quite a few educational seminars on a variety of different topics. And Dar was mentioning the the presentation that Thomas O'Brien did the night before Halloween it was on autoimmune diseases and gluten sensitivities, and that was um, brought by Nutrition Dynamics or presented by Nutrition Dynamics. So welcome, Greg. I'm sure listeners have lots of questions for you, but before the phones, oh, it looks no. like the phones already started no, ringing. No, we're going well, to do Should we go right to them? Yep, I can't I ask my question. Of no, course. we'll listeners just hold first. your question. Okay. <laughs> so... Welcome, Greg. It's Thank great you, to have it's you here. good to be here again, Cassie. <laughs> always. To two good-looking women on a Saturday morning, what is oh, better? Hey, that's it. how you snag your wife, right? And we actually have another great-looking woman in here today. Greg's Three. wife, Deb, is here today. So, Aren't you a lucky man? You know, and this is the first time I met Greg, but I have to say you have the best voice for radio. Oh, yes, he thank does. Thank you. I'll, yes, I'll try does. to keep it really low. And there sexy. You, exactly. <laughs> so we have questions for people, and I, I love this first one. What's it say? Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, Julie. Good you, morning. Good morning. You have a question for us. It's a I great do. question. Yes. Thanks for the great topic. Um, thank you. My husband has had gout for several years. Gout. We're talking about gout, mm. you guys. Great. And um, we do eat a balanced diet, like the nutritional weight and wellness diet. Good. My husband takes omega-3 fish oil and magnesium glycinate. And he's also taking allopurinol to lower his uric acid level. Okay. And he'd like to be able to stop taking it. Um, he still has occasional um, gout attacks. So I'm wondering if there's other supplements that um, that he could take so that he could get off the allopurinol and control the gout attacks naturally. Julie, just before, let me ask you a couple of questions. Um, is he diabetic? No. Okay. So he has normal blood sugars. Is that right? I mean, pretty normal blood sugars? Yes, or? Yep, normal blood sugars. Okay. So, Greg, do you have an answer on gout here for a supplement besides? 
Yeah, I, I do. I mean, besides the dietary restrictions that we all know about, and I'm sure your husband is following those things, you know, the fish oils are right on with that too because you want the anti-inflammatory effects of the fish oils. Uh, that's great. You know, probably in the range of, you know, 3,000 milligrams or more of EPA uh, primarily, and DHA is important as well too, but it seems like for gout, the EPA is the more important, you know, uh, portion of that. So about 3,000 milligrams plus of uh, EPA, and then I would go to some of the herbal anti-inflammatories as well, too, because a lot of the different anti-inflammatories that they prescribe medically, of course, have the side effects, some downsides to it and so forth. Whereas if it's a properly manufactured and designed um, herbal anti-inflammatory, you get all the benefits of anti-inflammation without the downside. So things there could be things like, uh, you know, curcumin from turmeric would be good. Uh, ginger, you know, with the ginger rolls and so forth would be another good compound. Uh, there's a, a factor found in boswellia. You know, they call them boswellic acids. Those are the active factors in boswellia. And there's one of those boswellic acids called 5-loxin, you know, 5-L-O-X-I-N. And that has actually been shown to be as effective in studies as far as reducing inflammation of all varieties and pain to that of steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, which would be like prednisone, and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like, you know, well, your acetaminophen and uh, ibuprofen and aspirin and so forth as well. Uh, so you, you could probably ask, you know, Cassie and Dar about some different things that they'd have that would be anti-inflammatory herbals that would be good to add to the fish oils and the diet. So, Greg, a couple of questions because, you know, I know that Metagenics has this Caprex, which is from hops, and so that's an anti-inflammatory too. Would you recommend that? Yeah, that that would be another really great one, too, because hops has some very profound anti-inflammatory factors. Um, and, you know, that's a compound that they did research on it to show that it would definitely in- decrease inflammation without any downsides like, you know, um, uh, breaking down the gut or causing liver toxicity or kidney toxicities. You know, so I think like a Caprex would be good for, as far as a brand name. Another one that, that might be good would be the Inflavonoid Intensive Care that has some of those other factors I had mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes a combination of the two works well, too. It just kind of depends on the situation. You know, before we uh, started the show today, we were talking about some of the common anti-inflammatories that are out there, you know, like uh, Tylenol and Advil and some of those. And I think if you take those once in a while, they're probably okay, but... If you take them often, there may be a problem. In fact, Greg, you were talking about that before we started the show. There's mm-hmm. a few deaths. A lot of deaths. I mean, when you just figure non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, that's your ibuprofen, acetaminophen, aspirin, et cetera, almost 17,000 documented deaths per year that they know directly were attributable to those non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. So that's like Tylenol, mm-hmm. Advil, those types, 17,000 deaths. Yeah, directly attributable. Who knows how many ones they weren't directly able right. to tie to that as well, right. you know. Wow. So that's amazing. And and people can take things like, you know, the the herbal anti-inflammatories or like the Caprex product, and there has been no deaths, right? No, this is actually, <laughs> I, I got this, uh, this piece here recently was from the U.S. National Poison Data System. In, in 19, uh, 2007 was the last year that they were able to compile this data. Uh, there was not even one death caused by a vitamin or dietary mineral in 2007. Uh, and which is amazing about that, if you figure about half of our population takes a supplement per day. Mm-hmm. So if you figure they're taking one tablet a day, which is probably on the low side, 
That would be 56 billion doses per year and not a single death associated with that. Amazing. So, is that amazing? Yes, it is. You know? So it raises a question in my mind with nutritional supplements are sometimes allegedly so dangerous according to the FDA and the media. But if that's the case, where are the bodies? <laughs> Good point. So with that one, we're going to have to take a break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, did you realize that drinking in excess of two to three drinks per week has been proven to increase breast cancer risk by 37%. The American Cancer Research Institute recommends to reduce breast cancer risk, drink no alcohol, and only very occasionally, maybe once a month, have a drink. So if you have supplement questions, 651-641-1071. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. Mm -hmm. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Cassie Wienis, registered dietitian. I'm here this morning with Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And joining us this morning is Greg Peterson, co-owner of Nutrition Dynamics and really an expert on the use of supplements for good health. So, the boards are just lighting up. I'm going to give the number out again, though, okay. 651-641-1071 if you have questions, and we certainly do. We do. Here we are. So good morning, Mar- Marilyn. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning. So you have a question about vitamin D, right? Right. I have like a twofold question. I read a lot of articles about H1N1 and building up your immunity system and taking a vitamin D supplement. And my question is, what's the difference, if there is one, between vitamin D and vitamin D3? And then what would be a safe um, amount of vitamin D to give to children? Well, you know, we always recommend, first of all, before, you know, we continue with this conversation, we always recommend that you have your doctor check your levels and know where you're starting from. I mean, if you're starting, some of my clients come in and they've got a three and we know that it should be 50, 55, somewhere between that and 100. And so if they're starting at 3, they're going to need a lot of supplementation. But if they're starting at 47, then they just need more of a maintenance dosage. So, Greg, you, um, you questions on uh, vitamin D and so you... Um, D2 versus D3. Yeah. Well, you know, D2 is one that you see commonly in foods, you know, when they fortify foods and so forth. And many times, unfortunately, you see it commonly in food supplements as well. Uh, but D2 is an inactive form of vitamin D. Uh, D3 is the active form of that. So you want to retake really your supplementation in the form of D3. And then, you know, even one additional factor is you want to make sure you have really good liver function, which kind of goes back to the whole lifestyle things that we talk about. If you're mm-hmm. healthy, if you're doing what we're supposed to be doing, your liver is healthy because the liver then takes that D3 and converts it to 25-hydroxy vitamin D3, which is the form, uh, the active form the body uses D3 in, you know. But for sure, you want to supplement vitamin D3 to begin with. And then the, her second question is, what's, it, what's a safe amount for kids? Well, you know, the, the RDAs, which is arguably way, way too low. They're just the minimum you know, right. to, to stave off of rickets and bone problems and so forth. Uh, the RDAs are 400 IUs. 
And but you know, we're talking more optimal health, and like you're mentioning, you know, enhancing the immune system and so forth. So I already feel uh, with you know children if they're like you know. Uh, say grade school age and so forth, probably we're going to be, you know, concerned about them being out and about. Uh, I have no problems with them doing a thousand to maybe even 2000 IUs a day of vitamin right. D. And that's, that's kind of what I usually say too. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, if you're wondering, have your pediatrician check the levels so that you actually know where you're starting from. And that's the safest way. So did we answer, I hope we answered all those questions. So, so we're going to go to the next caller here. Good morning, Barb. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have Hi. a question? Yep. I have um, just a question in general about um, the... I've started um, taking supplements regularly mm-hmm. and by from listening to your show. And so what I did is I took everything I had and put it in a big bag and took it to my chiropractor and we went through everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I have... Um, I have allergies, and so my doctor has recommended a gluten-free diet, and then I, I um, deal with some depression and ADD issues. So for the gluten-free, I'm just taking baby steps and starting with eliminating things and trying to learn the labels. And um, then with my supplements, um, I'm scheduled to have my vitamin D level checked on Monday when okay, I go good. in for my checkup. Yep, that's great. And so, um, but dealing with the the depression especially, um, I came in to you and, um, because the tablets are so big and I'm doing your vitamin D3 drops okay. two times a day. Um, and then I'm doing the acidophilus and I'm doing a vitamin um, a, a B complex. Okay. And um, so far for calcium, um, just doing 600 megs a day. And then I'm, um, for the same reason of the size of the tablets, instead of doing the omega-3s, I'm doing the flax oil and I'm doing a tablespoon. Okay. One of the things that you might want to think about on that one is that usually if you have depression, you have a problem converting. And so you probably are not benefiting very much from the flax oil. Okay. So, you know, we have a great fish oil or an, an omega-3 fish oil that is liquid. And we have one that is from Metagenics that's a high concentrate. So virtually you have to take a teaspoon or maybe two teaspoons a day and you get sufficient amount of omega-3. And that's an activated form that's going to help your brain function better. And you need, you need a lot to convert flax oil so you're not really benefiting from it. Okay, that's good to know, and um, and that I can come in to you to get that because yeah. that's exactly um, why yep. I wasn't doing well with vitamin D yep. supplements before. That's right. It's just the swallowing of them. Sure. No, you know we have really worked at making sure that we have most important things in a liquid supplement now because we work with a lot of kids, mm-hmm. and we know that we also you know we need to have things that are either in a powder form. Or in a liquid form. So we really have specialized in doing that for people. Great. So, yep, come on in and we can help you. That would so. be great. Okay, thanks for the questions today. And let's take one more question here. Good morning, Char. Um, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Well, thank you for taking my call. Um, I just turned 70 and I do have a few health problems, but lately I just... Um, 
was diagnosed with parathyroid or hyperparathyroidism. Mm -hmm. And a lot wondering... of people are being diagnosed with that right now. Pardon? A lot of people are being diagnosed with that right now. Oh, I just hate it because I've had kidney cancer years and years ago, and so I only have one kidney, and they tell me you can get kidney stones. And I had a heart attack in April, and so I've got many, many... Right. Health problems. And I live in Wisconsin, so it's hard for me to come into your office. Um, I was just wondering if there's any supplements that I can take to reduce the calcium in my blood. Greg, have you you heard that question? That's a great question. <laughs> and I'm turning it over to you on that one. <laughs> well, there is. Because you know, when you have a, a hyperparathyroid problem, of course, what's happening is that you're, you're pulling calcium from the bone you know, mm -hmm. so readily. And it's getting into the uh, blood system as an elevated calcium level. But the question really is, is that you're still probably tissue deficient in calcium. You're, you're bone deficient. You may not have enough calcium for good muscle function and cardiovascular you know, function and so forth, too. So it isn't a case that you have too much calcium you want to get rid of. You want to get calcium to where it should go, which is the bone and, right. and you know, the muscle and so forth as well, too. So you know, a couple of things I think of, there is a product that... Um, we have marketed for years called a parathyrolate, kind of interesting. It's parathyroid, you know, tissue, and it's on the whole concept that if you have like healthy tissue, parathyroid tissue, um, it comes from organically grown, you know, uh, beef sources and so forth. It has certain kinds of nutrients that will be used to repair your parathyroids and help to balance them out as well, too. So you may want to consider a product like that, the parathyrolate, which would be available through Dar and Cassie, and then also making sure you have a bone supplement, you know, that uh, has been shown to deliver the calcium and the trace minerals to the bone where it should be and not let it be caught up, you know, in the blood or concentrated in the blood or sometimes caught up in soft tissue causing calcification of tissues as well, too. Mm -hmm. So those would be my two things I recommend is the, the parathyroid support and a really good bone calcium mineral product. And, Greg, don't you think also making sure that she has sufficient vitamin D? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I Thank you for reminding me. I, I am taking yeah. 50,000 units a week. Yes, but now check, please, and see what kind of vitamin D you're taking. Okay. Are you taking vitamin D3 or are you taking vitamin D2? Okay. Uh, you know, just from what I've seen, what clients have brought brought in, often it is vitamin D2 when it's prescribed at that high dosage. So oh. you may not be benefiting from it. Okay. So Well, they're talking surgery on this parathyroid because I do have a... Well, I think it's it's a possibility. What was the name of that product again, Greg? A para, like P-A-R-A, thyrolate. Okay. and Thyroid-link? Uh, late, like T-H-Y-R-O... L-A-T-E, thyrolate. Okay. Yeah. So and you have that, Dar? Yeah, we can order it for you. We'll get it in right away. Okay. And by and the I way, you know. you and order it over the phone then. Okay. Another thing is that, you know, we do now have some office hours in Woodbury. Okay. So it's a little closer to Wisconsin. But, yeah. you know, that's another option for you. So. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to come in and, and just meet with you. I think it's sure, a great idea. I have so with, much going on and. With the heart attack, I'm taking so many medications. I just hate it. I'm a vitamin person for okay. years and years. Okay, well, maybe we can help you out with some of this. Maybe oh, well that would be the great. Trip. So you've just made my day. Thank you so much. You're very <laughs> Thank <welcome>. you. <laughs> so uh, you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. 
You know, here's another nutritional tip to avoid breast cancer. Avoid processed carbs and refined sugars and sweeteners. These foods can create hormonal changes that can lead to breast cancer. High sugar foods spike blood sugar levels, which can result in high insulin levels, one of the biggest risk factors and promoters of breast cancer. And our questions today is 651-641-1071. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you are stressed out, it's almost Christmas. Who isn't stressed out? (laughs) If you're stressed out, if you're having some anxiety, we have a great class this Monday night, November 9th in White Bear Lake. Well, not just White Bear Lake. It's also being taught in Apple Valley and in Cottage Grove. And it's a great class that will help teach you what foods can help especially build those brain chemicals that better help you handle stress. You know, last Tuesday night when I was teaching, one of the ladies said, you know, since she's been eating the weight and wellness way, her teenage son doesn't seem to get to her any longer. And, you know, he hasn't changed. (laughs) But her reaction to him has changed (laughs) immensely. Mm -hmm. And she's really thankful because she's getting along with her teenage son much better. I've had moms say that about, that have (laughs) young toddlers that, yeah, I'm just not always on edge with them. So food can make a huge difference. Right. So we have lots of people on the line for here. Sure. Good morning, Carrie. You're, you have a question for us today? Hi. Hi there. I just uh, was, di- I'm 48 and diagnosed with peripheral neuropathy down at the Mayo, and they can't figure out anything that's causing it. And I just wonder if there's any kind of supplement you can take for it. Oh, neuropathy. Well, um, mm. first of all, um, what kind of an eating plan are you are you doing? How are you following? How are you eating? Pretty, we eat pretty healthy actually. Okay. And um, I was taking a multivitamin, and we're very active. And she, she did comment that that was probably one of the things is that was probably helping it by keeping doing a lot of walking and biking and stuff. Okay. But it's mainly the numbing in the leg, and she says it just gradually gets worse. And I mentioned. Prednisone, and I, of course, don't want to go on any kind of medication. Okay, so are you eating a pretty low-carbohydrate, I mean, processed-carbohydrate diet? I mean, you're not eating cereal and bread. Nope. and Nope. Nope, any, and so you're eating kind of like meat and vegetables and good fat and those kinds of things. Yep. Okay, so, Greg, do you have some ideas on that? I, I do. You know, when you get into neuropathies in general, whether it's a peripheral neuropathy or a diabetic uh, neuropathy and so forth, I always think of things that protect the nerve tissue itself. And there's one product or one ingredient called lipoic acid. That's Mm -hmm. L-I-P-O-I-C, acid. And it is the major antioxidant that protects that nerve coating. They call it the myelin sheathing from oxidative damage and breakdown. It's kind of like an electrical wire. You know, once that outer coating gets, you know, broken down, now you have that raw wire that you're dealing with. And you can imagine that can become very easily irritated and causing numbness and pain and so forth as well. So you want to do about 600 milligrams or so of lipoic acid per day to protect that outer coating of, of the nerve cell. Uh-huh. Uh, another one would be uh, B vitamins, very important too, particularly like um, 
folic acid B12 because they tend to be, uh, again, very protective of that nerve sheathing, you know, from breakdown and deterioration. You know, it helps in nerve conduction, you know, too, so that the nervous system, you know, uh, functions yeah, much more. Yeah, they did. I asked them if I was, um, if they would recommend the B12, and I, they did all their tests, and the range was from like 180 to 900. Mine's only like 350, so what would be a safe amount to take? Well, I mean, I would, uh, you know, they're, they're water-soluble, you know, so you really can't hurt yourself, you know, I mean, unless you get crazy with it. But, you know, I would say probably, uh, and ideally, you'd like to have a methylcobalamin, you know, that's an active form of B12. Um, there's, you know, some products that, you know, Dar and Cassie have, too, that would be a, really a better form of B12. But I would, you know, go in the range of easily... Oh, you know, two to three thousand micrograms a day, you know, uh-huh. and, and that could vary uh, after your discussions, you know, with, with your, your nutritional people as well. Uh, same thing with folic acid. It would be nice to have an active form of folic acid. When I say active forms, we know that when you eat folic acid containing foods, it has to be converted to an active form before the body can use it. Now, some people have difficulties converting that, you know, folic acid or B12 from food to the active forms. Uh-huh. So what, you know, Darn Cassie have at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is they have these activated forms of some of these B vitamins that might be very appropriate for you. Okay. You know, I think another thing to talk about, uh, the quality of lipoic acid, Greg, because mm-hmm. we know that some lipoic acid, a less expensive form, is uh, probably brought in from China, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You want to talk a little bit about that? Um, because I know that the the, the uh, alpha-lipoic acid that we use, that's probably from you, is imported from Germany, I believe. Yeah, and that's a huge thing, too. When you get into raw materials, I mean, that is a whole science and an art itself. I mean, you really have to know the industry intimately. And fortunately, we have some very good people i have been in the industry for many years that know who are the uh, reliable quality raw material suppliers. So same thing, like you're saying with our lipoic acid, we get we get a lot of our, our uh, raw materials out of Europe. And the States is very good, too. There's some areas that are a little bit suspect at this point. Uh, China is one of them. You know, mm-hmm. Maybe some changes are taking place, but until we're really getting the, the, the green light on it, we've been kind of staying away from uh, obtaining our raw materials from uh, that part of the world. Uh, same thing with our 5-hydroxytryptophan. We get that out of Switzerland, which is known to have the highest quality 5-hydroxytryptophan in the world, too. Maybe, and it does cost more. You yes, know, it does. But do you, do you have a commitment to quality? Do we really have a commitment to health is the question. We're not here to, to give you substandard and minimal you know, quality products. We want you to have maximal quality. So I hope we answered some questions for you, and we have to take another quick break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you have a concern about ADD, ADHD, you know, attention deficit disorder, I'd like to invite you to a class I'm teaching Monday night, November 16th at Shepherd Valley Church in Apple Valley. It's a, it's a one and a half hour class. And I'm going to explain the connection between gluten sensitivities and ADD. And it will share solutions for sleep issues, connect the harmful effects of processed carbs on attention, and discuss the benefits of omega-3 DHA. And to sign up for the class, call Brenda at 952-322-2176. And do you know what? The cost of the class is $10. Cheap, cheap, cheap. They better have a big room. <laughs> I hope they have a very big room. So anyway, again, that number is 952-322-2176. And if you forget, just call our office and we'll be able to share it with you. We'll be right back. FM 107.1. Yeah. Laugh along. I used to be loved, drunk, and now 
Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, every day when I'm at work, I'm reminded that nutrition means a lot more than just weight loss, which I think has always been Dar's mantra. (laughs) And eating real food like eggs cooked in butter for breakfast, maybe a side of spinach or sweet potatoes, this helps to downplay any inflammation that you might have throughout your body. And the bottom line is if you reduce that inflammation, you're going to have less health problems. But it's real food and real nutrition that are going to help you get there. And that is really the best health care reform that we can have. I agree 100%. And we have to take responsibility we for do. our own health instead of running to the doctor and expecting them to fix something. Exactly. So let's take a couple more callers here today. Good morning, Dee. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi, good morning. I wanted to ask, um, going back earlier to your um, the dosing of uh, turmeric and the, some of the other anti-inflammatories. Well, the dosing of turmeric and some of the other anti-inflammatories, Greg. Uh, well, they're, they're going to you know vary a little bit, uh, but to get into like a therapeutic range, I'd have to kind of think this in my mind here again a little bit too. I was uh, given 500 milligrams. I'm uh, diagnosed with uh, chronic Lyme okay. and hypovitamosis. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, I would. You, usually, you want to look at in you know that four to five hundred milligram range of your things like curcumin. You know, that's active mm-hmm. from turmeric. Uh, very similar with ginger. You know, too, and, and make sure you're getting good quality because you know what really makes these products effective is the degree of actives they have in it. So you can have curcumin, for example, that has very little curcuminoids, which are the, the actives in it. And, you know, four or 500 milligrams of a curcuminoid deficient curcumin could be pretty much worthless. You know, the same thing with ginger. You want to have high amounts of gingerols in there and so forth, too. So when I say these dosages, four to 500 milligrams, make sure you're getting good quality. And I know where you can get good quality, you know, food supplements, <laughs> <laughs> nutrition, yeah, weight, and wellness. Gluten-free, sugar-free. Yes. But, uh, I was told to yep. get vitamins and look at what they don't contain rather than... They don't contain sugar, yeast, yes. da, 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 da. I mean, that's, those are important factors, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's a good my point. Other, my other question was about adrenal stress. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't remember why my doctor gave it to me, but it seems to help um, help me. Well, I think whenever you look at adrenal stress, you look at sleep first. And number one, you know, when people start sleeping eight to nine hours a day, every night, good sleep, amazing how their adrenal stress goes down. And so that's that's always the first place to ah. go. So if you're not sleeping well, then no. that's probably the place you have to go first to get, you know, a better night's sleep. So hope we answered your questions, and thank you for calling in this morning. And um, I'm going to take another caller. Good morning, Joan. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Yes. You have a question for us today. I do. Okay. Um, see, I have a, a precancerous condition in my mouth, mm-hmm. and I wondered if there is any supplements that would help fight that. Well, the first thing I would say before supplements is sugar kick off the sugar habit. Kip, kick the sugar habit, and if you have it, you know. And then, of course, pop habit, no pop. And okay. I probably How about with. Um, <clears throat> With, with diet uh, pop? Absolutely not. Even worse than the Even full worse. octane. Just off. That's, you know, those are the, and also, you know, maybe a cup of coffee a day, but not more than that. Just 
cut that stuff and switch to like green tea. I'm tough. Yes, she (laughs) is, but it works if you put it into practice. But it's so important to take the stress off those tissues. Well, even John Hopkins University came out recently and was saying just what you are, Dar, especially about the sugar piece, that number one, to fight cancer, you need to kick the sugar. Yeah. And we actually help people do that. Amazing. And we have, you know, we have ways to help people kick that sugar habit. So those are the things that I would recommend. And then I think just, I don't know, Greg, do you have other particular supplements? It's kind of like it's. It would be many, many different things, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's almost one of those things I was thinking as you're going through that, um, you, you may want to have a consultation because there's a lot to cancer. You know, why is this cancer um, growing and so forth? It isn't just because it's an opportunistic, you know, geographical kind of a problem. It's probably something the whole body is in a weakened state, and you could use some support there too. But, I mean, I would pump the immune system, you know, hard, uh, vitamin C, particularly the bioflavonoids, have been shown to be very good with healing gingival tissues in the mouth. Um, the bioflavonoids, you say? Yeah, bioflavonoids. Okay. It's a, uh, associated with vitamin C a lot, you know, but okay. they particularly are very good for those gingival tissues in healing, you know. So, um, you know, vitamin C along with the bioflavonoids and... Uh, CoQ10? CoQ10, absolutely, because that's been shown to be very effective and any kind of periodontal kinds of problems, so where you have you know gum uh, inflammation uh, breakdown and so forth, probably in the range two three hundred milligrams a day of coenzyme Q ten. Those would be a couple of, a couple of things you could do, but I would really have a, a full look at your situation, you know, by Dar or Cassie or one of the people in nutrition, weight and wellness, and really get an idea what would be an ideal nutritional metabolic dietary program for you. Okay. Well, thank you for the call this morning. Thank you. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Here's some holiday tips. Rather than serve pop, serve mineral water with a twist of lime. Rather than chips and dips, serve veggies and a homemade dip with real sour cream. Rather than brownies and cake, serve berries and whipped cream. You'll feel better, and so will your guests. We'll be right back. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, and thank you, Greg, so much for being a part of Dishing Up Nutrition. I've been writing vigorously the whole time, just learning (laughs) from him. So thank you, Dar, for letting me be on the show, too. And we really appreciate working with you, Greg, and more than that, the, the quality, that we can trust the quality of the supplements you represent and the continued support that you provide to us and the quality seminars that you provide. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And, you know, we've worked together for 30 years, haven't we, Greg? And we're only 35. Yes, I know it. Amazing. (laughs) Figure that. Yeah. I was never good at math, so it makes sense to me. And it's always been a great positive experience. It has. has. You know, and one of the things that I wanted to really talk about is tremors today. And I don't know if we're going to have time, but I do want to spend a few minutes because so many people have tremors and they, they don't think that there's any nutritional connection. And I know there's a nutritional connection. Mm-hmm. And so I'm leaning on you, Greg, to think about that nutritional connection to tremors. Well, I think there's two, of course, Star. And I think it's, you know, an accumulative effect, too, of the environment on our, our nervous system and so forth. And they become so irritating to the nervous system that we'll see this, uh, uh, you know, associated as, as tremors and so forth. You mean so, you the know. 12 cups of coffee? 
Yeah, 12 cups of coffee and how, who knows how many uh, hundreds of grams of you know simple carbohydrates and sugars. Yeah. And, and the diet pop. You know, and the diets pop because they're all stimulatory. They stimulate the sympathetic nervous system, which is like the gas pedal to, to the body. You know, So it's mm-hmm. like the pedal is to the metal all the time. And so because at some point, you know, the nervous system becomes agitated, you get the tremors and so forth. So you have to clean up the diet. I mean, it's just one of those things where, you know, it's not an easy answer again, too. You have to make changes, dietary changes, maybe gluten-free, get on some Mm -hmm. correct supplementation, support that parasympathetic nervous system, which is the brakes, you know, the slowing down of the the, uh, nervous system, like magnesium glycinate, the B vitamins, uh, looking at getting on the right fats, you know, that are anti-inflammatory. Uh, those kinds of things, too. You know, we may can talk about it a little bit more another That's time. That's a whole right. show, isn't it? Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank Have you. a great day, everyone. Thank you. Life, I love you. All is groovy.